corporate fraud and embezzlement is the single most commonly requested type of investigation that we see at our agency. Many times a company, large or small, has noticed that there may be financial irregularities on their uh, documents and their pro uh, profit and loss statements. For example, the profit percentages may drop. In some cases, the gross profit KPIs are off from what they expect, or sometimes it's even something as small as a cost of sale increase. In these cases, when we look at the underlying documents, we often find that there's a single source for diversions of funds, diversions of inventory, sometimes even diversions of labor. Here's a couple examples of companies which experience relatively large losses, and you'll see in both cases, it was right around a million dollars, which quite frankly is a very common sweet spot for mid-size or even small companies to discover losses at or around a million dollars. And that may seem like a large amount of money, but in the context of a of a small, medium-sized company, it's even bigger than a million dollars because that's bottom line numbers, right? Sometimes if you have a 15 or 20% profit margin, in order to make a million dollars net profit, you may have to have a $5 million in sales. So this represents $5 million in lost sales for that company. Here's an example of a furniture company who had an accountant. Allegedly, this person has been charged, I don't believe convicted at this point, who was embezzling $1.2 million from a company that makes furniture, classroom furniture. They were the controller of the company and they stole money from checks, PayPal transfers, and Amazon purchases. This is very common and we'll see this thread carried forward in a couple other examples. A lot of times what the fraudster will do is they'll write checks that presumably go to vendors or sources of materials or supply chain sources. And they'll make up companies or they'll make up names that seem like it makes sense for their employer to be writing checks to. And those checks and payments are simply going to outside accounts owned by the, the controller or the fraudster. Sometimes these transfers are made by PayPal. Sometimes they make direct Amazon purchases that benefit themselves. Then it talks a little bit about, in this case, they charge him with money laundering, theft, impersonation, false swearing, and computer crimes. So that's one example. Here's an example of a, a case that person was sentenced. This bookkeeper at a company in California stole a million dollars over the course of 10 years. And this company right here says $877,000. The company was a construction company. We'll talk about that in a minute. Construction companies are particularly vulnerable for embezzlement and fraud due to the nature of the company makeup and the way that those companies operate. They were a bookkeeper and office manager. The theft scheme passing 64 fraudulent checks and attempting to pass three others. So it's the same thing. They write checks to companies or individuals that are related to themselves, but appear to be legitimate vendors of the corporation. And this sentence in this case was a 10 year prison sentence for this accountant and or bookkeeper. And the victim, Greg Wildman, recounted the significant impact of the theft. This is very, very common. If you're a business and you all of a sudden have a million dollars of your money disappear, that's gonna put a big impact on your company. How fast you can grow, what you can do for advertising and marketing, maybe retaining good employees, maybe expanding into different markets, especially when the economy has had challenges like it did in the last year or two, having another million dollars go south is not gonna be a good thing. So the district attorney in this case, Dow, in San Luis Obispo County said embezzlement crimes are significant 
because in addition to the financial devastation, it's the very personal impact realized. In all the embezzlement cases we've investigated for business owners, one of the biggest losses beyond the money was a loss of a key employee. Usually these employees have been there a long time, they're in a position of trust, they're relied upon, and sometimes they're irreplaceable, right? Sometimes they have personal relationships. So this was prosecuted aggressively according to the DA, and there's, you know, obviously, as part of the sentencing, there's a requirement for restitution, but it's unknown whether or not the perpetrator will be able to pay back $877,000. So if you're a small or medium-sized company, you can look at our other videos or contact us about very good, easy ways to prevent this kind of theft. You know, this $877,000 could have been simply avoided with two or three very easy to do and unobtrusive fraud prevention uh, measures. For example, if you just look at every check that goes out, if you spot check every 10th item that goes through your bank statement to make sure it's going to the right place, this could have been avoided. And while it may have cost a little bit of time, maybe even money, but most of the fraud prevention measures you can do without spending money, just putting time into it, that business would have close to a million dollars extra in the bank with maybe an hour or two extra worth of work per month over the last few years. So preventing embezzlement is a key thing. It puts your company in a stronger position to compete with other companies in the marketplace and also may have been may have prevented this employee from doing this crime and may have been able to be retained because they didn't have the opportunity to complete the third leg of the fraud triangle.